Welcome, hello, hello. It's issue number 76 of the Infinite Backlog, a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. I'm Andy, and with me I got two boys, two friends, two lovely co-hosts. We got Shane and Rory. Say hello. Hey. Hi. Yep. Yep. They're fun. They're fun people you'll get to know over the course of this podcast. I don't know why this accent is coming in, but today... (laughs) Today, today, today's a weird, different episode, which is why I got weird, different energy. Uh, We only read Electra and nothing other than Electra. We decided, if you've been listening along, uh, that it was not worth slowly piecing out Electra over the next couple weeks. We wanted to, uh, we just wanted to slam to the end uh, because we, we, I don't know. How would you, how would you describe it? We didn't, we, we didn't hate it, but we weren't enjoying it. And we wanted to, I don't know. There's too much value to maybe not. It certainly felt like reading it, you know, piecemeal over multiple weeks was not the, not the setting that it, that it was going to benefit from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was not the setting we were benefiting from. <laughs> yeah. And, and after four issues, we were kind of like, is this good? Do we like this? So we, you know, slamming it essentially like, I don't know, like t- doing it, doing it like like dime a tap or whatever. You're like, all right, just shoot it, just shoot the rest of it down, so you don't have to to doesn't linger in your mouth on the taste buds. Um, but we'll talk about Electra soon. Uh, what if what if we what if we what if we I don't have any of these bummers today. So uh, no who's got, bummers. So who's got the comics? It, the comics were kind of a Andy. Bummer. Andy messaged us for me early in the morning. I suppose for Shane at an appropriate hour. <laughs> uh, that said, please bring bits to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I always bring my bits. I didn't say Ooh. please bring bits. <laughs> I said you can. Bits. You can because there's room. Which I didn't this... know was code for I'm not going to do any of the prepared stuff I usually do. <laughs> I didn't know it was. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you thought it was a, a general call for comedy. Yeah. just a, just a, just a general call for comedy. Yeah. If you have any comedy, you can feel free to um, show up today. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Listen, tomorrow it's a, it's a holiday. Tomorrow, everyone's on vacation, including comedy. So, oh yeah, Easter's tomorrow. Do y'all yeah. is that nope. do y'all no. Easter? Are you serious I did, right now? I did kid stuff. I did the egg stuff. We still uh, do egg stuff. I probably used to have dinner. I, it's been so long now. We just, I mean, it was eggs, and we still do that. You know, I've got a, I've got a, a, a niece, so we, we do, <laughs> we do the eggs. Mm-hmm. What? An egg niece? I just thought it was funny. Like, we still do that. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Mom, <laughs> where's the eggs? Okay, you're 34. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hungry. Eggs. <laughs> what, I, what I think is very funny about that is that Andy hates eggs. I do. I really despise them, like, but I don't mind decorating them. them. I don't mind decorating them. I will not eat them. So, yeah. Also, Easter's... anything that's been near the ocean can't eat? Correct. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Or an egg. Or an egg. And sure. It, and it basically ends there. I will eat everything else, but some of it's under duress. So like I'll, I like <laughs> as I, you I cry, will, as, right? As, as, as like, we stare you in the eyeball and you're crying and you well, eat whatever slop we put in front of you. Well, perhaps perhaps because I recognize that all seafood and eggs is already a lot of categories to cover. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll choke everything else down. Uh, even even if <laughs> it's I so much, don't... Andy. Even if you're like, oh, it's only two things on my list. Uh, my list is so short. It's <laughs> the entire ocean and every egg is so much food. <laughs> So much you don't eat. Right, right. So you can understand why I don't fight about mushrooms, right? Like, 
I'll deal with that. That's okay. I can I can handle that. Oh, that's so interesting to me that you would rather eat a mushroom than an egg. Oh, yes. The health Every benefits day. from an egg Every are day. so much larger than mushroom health benefits. Tell me more about the health benefits of an egg, Shane. Well, I just mean in terms of like protein They're content. They're practically and the perfect like, food, yeah, especially for their yeah. price to price to like if you if a hum if you had to choose maybe not Andrew maybe you just die <laughs> off in the post apocalyptic future you have to pick one food to eat forever for the rest oh, of your God. life and yeah if you don't pick eggs, eggs you're probably done you're probably uh, gone. Wh- what if I pick potato no you'd be you just grow you'd be a fat little potato monster and then you'd die in the post <laughs> in the waste. just starch it's only starch. In the post-apocalypse, there are, there are two tribes, the egg tribe and the potato tribe. <laughs> the, the, cut, the cut egg men and the thick little potato boy. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> just Andy in his little potato hat, just like, doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop, and then there's like an army of just like Spartans We're here for a good him. time, not a long time. <laughs> I like the I like this potential future where we're all in a post apocalypse, and you have a supply of eggs, but yeah, none of us have chosen is to the eat one the chickens. Food you eat. But none of us have chosen to eat the chickens. Yeah, that make you had me, to make like, Andy. That's it's resource management one hundred and one. You don't eat the chicken. You eat well, the egg. It makes more eggs. It doesn't make more chicken. Sometimes it does if you let the egg happen. It depends (laughs) depends on the the fertilization rules of the future we have, right? Yeah, but there's only one food and you can't feed chickens chicken eggs, I don't think. Yeah, you can. Wait, really? Yeah, they'll eat them themselves. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Chickens are crazy. Chickens Chickens are fucking crazy, crazy. dude. They'll eat whatever you throw outside. So you could have a self sustaining chicken and like chicken coop that just eats eggs and makes eggs and yeah but you they, eat they, they'll eat like grass and like grains from the ground anyway so it doesn't matter that's no, not like. the rule the rule is one food uh, the rule is one food for <laughs> humans you didn't say the chickens only get one food the chickens can have whatever they want <laughs> i don't think so not not my not my tribe. not in my apocalypse <laughs> do you guys think if you made like a chicken centipede it would you get like super eggs yeah, what <laughs> would you Ultra define mega chicken as a chicken centipede? Just like how does that six, work for you in your head? Just, just like five or six chickens that are connected, cloaca and a beak, like just, oh, like a human centipede, not like yeah. a chicken with a hundred legs. <laughs> oh, I love that I said chicken centipede, and you went to a chicken that's thirty feet long. <laughs> Wait, I'm doing the math. I'm doing the math. Yeah, that probably does work out about thirty feet. Yeah. Okay. Great. No, would it? I guess I don't know how far apart the pairs of legs would be spaced. Yeah, and how many how many legs does a centipede have? A hundred? Yeah, so it's kind of like fifty pairs in thirty feet. You could maybe do you could maybe do that with chicken legs. Yeah. Yeah. Boys, I want to thank you for preparing your apocalypse <laughs> chicken potato comedy segment for today so that we could uh do our normal first uh first ten minutes of bullshit. Uh, this was really great. I'm glad this can't be a repeat segment, but I'm glad you did all that work to uh, to bring to bring that for us today. <laughs> a, a seg, a segment. Is that what you said? Oh God, <laughs> it is. I do like segment where we just do egg bits for ten minutes. <laughs> this is this is the worst <laughs> podcast because we, we the world it. It's about comics. Uh, and we mostly complain about them. And then for the first 15 minutes, it's all eggs. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with it. No, I'm hip to it. I'm very into this. It's a very, it's a podcast for a new era for the apocalypse. Um, oh God, the egg apocalypse. That one doesn't work quite as well. Shane. <laughs> oh, that's the name of the bit. Andrew. Okay, well, we can talk about the name afterwards and maybe come up with better ones. I'm sure there's lots. Um, <laughs> we'll workshop it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure during these uh, during these comics, Reagan was still getting up to his tricks. So you can just sort of autofill that for the Andy's Bummer calendar segment. Um, but we, again, are out of time. We're, we're not in our usual chronology. So we, are re- we read Electra Assassin issues five through eight to kablamo whammy bammy finish this thing out and my initial feeling on it is that it was way easier to read than the middle chunk was 
Um, I don't know if that's because it got more straightforward to me or what, but uh, I was able to enjoy this a lot more than, say, issue three and four. They were better. I would say it still suffered from a lot of the critiques of those issues, but mm-hmm. we'd sort of settled in on what's going on. So mm-hmm. it went down mm-hmm. a little easier, but like it was still pretty frenetic. Not a lot yes. of explanation of things that I wanted explained. Although no. we did get some we did get some info dumps. Yeah. I think I think the part that kind of sticks in my zone hardest is is <laughs> Which is which I realize is a phrase that means nothing without context. The part that I didn't like, no, uh, no, about st- it. St- stick to your guns. The part, the part that, that sticks the in your zone hardest. In my zone the hardest. <laughs> uh, was that two issues? Two of these issues, and then if you want to include the first chunk of comics, I think three, maybe three and a half of these issues have all ended. With the same twist, which was, oh, Electra had swapped bodies again. And I got I got annoyed with that as yeah. like a little as like a real Deus Ex Machina explanation for for what's happening. For all of I it. I still it, yeah, but I didn't really follow what the implication was of the of her doing this. Um like is there an Electra body in the mix anymore? Is it dead? Does she care? Yes, it's it's still around. She's still she's okay. she's only ever swapped and then she's gone back to her old body. Yeah. So her oh. body has been in play, shall we say, the whole time. Um, she just sort of. <laughs> I mean, there was that like piggybacks there, on to into other. Yeah, people. yeah, and uh, in in one case here, she. I'm trying to remember what was the first one that she did in this in this uh, series of issues. Um, she it was oh, she swapped with Chastity. There's this character, this new character we met named Chastity. Yeah, so she definitely swaps with Chastity. I don't really know when or how or why, right? But it it did happen. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's during their during their showdown in that first issue we read five. Um, and you know, to what end? Again, I don't really understand. They analyze brain waves and realize, oh shit, it's Chastity's brain waves in Electra's body. And she she masterminded this whole thing, but or did she? Because isn't Perry also? Brain jumping? Perry is no, not brain no, jumping. No, no. Okay. Perry's not brain jumping. He was per, so Perry was um d- Garrett's partner. Garrett's partner, Garrett's ex-partner. Yeah. Um, and they had he has like this crazy criminal backstory where he's like a rapist and a murderer, but like Shield picked him up anyway because his his uh record was sealed, and they rebuilt him as that robot boy. Um and he like before they can they like find out that he is this rapist and serial murderer and then before they can shut him down that's when he like escapes from the from the place right mm. yeah and crucially and i hate everything i'm about to say uh to understand why perry is working for the beast and is evil we have to talk about the dwarves and oh yeah the little I, experiments don't really want to talk about the dwarves. It's like really hand waved and strange. It almost feels more like they just wanted weird little nasty people. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Which is and, and by like this I'm not talking about real dwarves. I'm talking right. about like like these they're are like mutant, weird. The little mutant they're like mole creatures. people. They're like yeah, and they wear they wear these little robes. I thought it's they were fun. very weird. They're kind of fun, but they're just like their existence is just like oh yeah, we've got this like spooky kind of uh, you know. Which uh, I was ready for because we've been primed by nonsense for a number of issues, and also they work for the devil. <laughs> so right, sure, he's got little goblins. Yeah. Sure. Well, no, they they work for Shield, and then one of them was taken over by the devil. Exactly. So that's the thing. So oh, there's this... I thought they worked with the X X Tech Cog. Oh, oh, you're t- yeah, extra chop. So yeah. so here's here's my understanding. Okay, so this this is probably sounding like crazy to all of you listeners, and that's probably okay. Like, li- yeah. listen. There care. is kind of a Unit 731-esque sub-lab working for S.H.I.E.L.D. named Extachop. I think no, it's they're, subordinate. They're, I think they're... they're trying to give it more funding. There's like a proposal in the government to like really boost this shit up. Uh, it's they're run like, by a Dr. Uh, Robotnik looking dude. Yeah, I got the impression they were like a mercenary group, like a private private military organization. I think they're subordinate to S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. And... Okay. And and because of this, 
they like they're the ones who made these weird dwarves. They're the ones who keep doing these crazy fucking surgeries to bring people back to life and replace all their body parts with lasers. And it's it's very crazy. But yes, one of these dwarves that they made gets compromised by the beast and he ends up uh sort of whispering in the ear of the uh of the now being revived Perry and uh and and whammying him for the beast. And so when mm-hmm. Perry wakes up as the unprecedented most powerful super agent they've ever made almost entirely you know unkillable robot he's also with working for the cock. devil with an acid <laughs> with an acid dick yeah <laughs> although they said we lost the schematics and we think it's possible they, they didn't confirm or deny the existence of the acid dick <laughs> Just be, 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 be aware it's possible we wrote somebody wrote it down on a napkin we were thinking about it we said it was a joke but i think it got built yeah and i think he could probably squirt acid out of that thing so mm-hmm. watch out <laughs> that whole like three pages where they explain all of his powers is crazy it's wild because she's she's just reading like a bulleted list of stuff that they did to him she's like she's like and we made him indestructible and we put plastic in his bones and we made him out of adamantium or whatever and then we gave him yeah, lasers yeah. reading it out loud acid. i can understand your <laughs> <laughs> we maybe went overboard. I never looked at it in like one long list like this before. We were just yeah, wow. We maybe around. shouldn't have done this. Kind of put the on eggs in like... one basket, if you will. <laughs> She's like, is this? Is it? This is size twelve font. It takes up this whole page. <laughs> All one, dude. We did that. Uh, maybe. Um. <laughs> He's like a final level fucking Mega Man. Yeah. So we made a Superman robot. Oops. Oopsies. Yeah, and so this Perry, so so Perry gets uh Perry and his evil dwarf friend uh b- brutally murder their way out of the lab and escape before Fury can go and shut everything down. Um Oh, 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 as you're talking about him, just so people like understand what this person looks like, he looks like Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, he does. He does, but like and with uh he... with a power scanner in front of his eyes like Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Yeah, he's got like a Dragon Ball Z power scanner, but it's Beavis or Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> so to sort of talk about the 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 players, right? So we've got Perry, and he's on the loose, and he's going to go support uh, the Beast. We've got the Beast, who is this horrifying demon who runs the hand, you know, the evil ninjas. And mm-hmm. the Beast's sort of avatar on Earth is the Democratic nominee for president, Ken Wind. Uh, and Electra realizes this is whole, this is Electra's whole thing during this entire miniseries is that she has to kill Ken Wind because she realized that the Beast is going to use him to, uh, to to do the the mutually assured destruction thing. He's going to hit the nuclear bomb as soon as he's elected president and and fire on Russia and kill everybody on Earth. And that's like that. It it only feels like in issue five or six that this main plot truly coalesces and you really understand the point of this eight issue miniseries. Um. But but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what's going on. And then Electra and Garrett, meanwhile, are sort of I don't think they speak a word aloud to each other uh, this entire time. These four issues, because their minds are like swimming in each other. They're just reading each other's mm-hmm. minds. And she is like almost fully in control of him psychically. And it's really weird and spooky. It is. Um, And I I guess. I don't know. One of the things that I thought was interesting about this is is that that sort of uncomfortable vibe of like she's doing a lot of really reprehensible, like disgusting things. But in the end, like she is right. There is a demon and he's going to blow up the earth and she's got to stop it. It just it's it's an it's interesting how she becomes the hero of this story. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of those things where real life politics doesn't always mesh well with a superhero context where like there really are monsters and they really do want to eat the earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the whole the whole series is penned as satire, right? Like, yeah, I I read some one of the things that I did for this that I haven't done for anything else that we have (laughs) read is I read some like essays on it and I read some people's like thoughts thoughts on the series just because I was like, I don't really vibe with it. It's right. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. I want to know. I want to know like why and I want to know like where and when and all of these things. But so that's written as satire on like women and politics and violence and drugs. Like it's all of those things kind of mixed into one. The 80s. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> um, and looking looking at it through that context, I was like, oh, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. And it wasn't until like they're in Vegas and they're staying at that CD motel and they're just like watching porn and she just keeps taking showers. And yes. dude's like, dude's like, she's taking another shower. She's, she's taking, taking like a six shower. showers. She's taking so many showers. I was like, this is really like inside of this person's brain who wrote this you know he was like, women he, he be was, like am i yeah, right exactly yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> frank miller famously <laughs> so upset about women showering too much but it, but it wasn't it literally wasn't until that moment where a lot of that stuff started to make sense where i was like oh it is kind of like a commentary on 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 these things okay all right all yeah right. it feels it feels weird i mean well i guess i guess the trouble that i have is that like from a purely visual perspective, Bill Sienkiewicz's work is amazing on this on this comic. Like, I I loved looking. I loved page like switching. What am I saying? I loved going through <laughs> the pages on this fucking comic. Like, mm-hmm. just turning every page was exciting. I was like, oh man, this is like really cool to look at. But the writing feels a bit sophomoric sometimes. Like, yeah, and and maybe that's the purpose. Maybe that's on purpose. You know, like not all satire has to be perfectly subtle. Like sometimes just banging it on the head is like getting across what you want to do. But I don't know. It it's just there's something about it that that feels clumsy or like unfocused. Um, I like Shane think, said. Yeah, something you have to kind of put your back when you when when we start talking about satire and comedy, you do have to kind of travel back in time and, mm-hmm. um. In consider the context and like if if there was not anything else going on at the time that was more subtle and nuanced satire mm-hmm. then you don't have a you know you don't have anything to build off of you don't have touchstones you do just do you just do fart not fart jokes but like <laughs> it's it's yeah it's, if it's the most subtle thing that's been done <clears throat> <laughs> right. Well, and 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 I think it's important to say, like, within this medium, right? Because obviously, like, sure. there have been incredible satire, like, novels for hundreds of years that have... Uh, satire you know, novels, films... But, right. Com- but in films, comics... In comics, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. So I, I, I could agree with you because, like, I guess I, I was both entertained and kind of turned off by scenes where it's like, you see the current Republican president... Uh, f- uh, fingering his nuclear button like he's like it's his you know his symbol of manliness and being oh, like I can no, press it now I could press it I thought you were gonna yeah. say his wife <laughs> oh well yeah and 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 again you know he's got like some sort of uh, again this sort of this sort of weird sexism situation happening notwithstanding but like he's yeah. got this like giant wife um well who, and he's like there's... very small and emasculated next to her and yeah. And, so he is unsubtly very much Ronald Reagan, right? Yes. 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 Um, so so it's uh, to me, you, you're not doing a commentary on anybody other than Reagan when you do that. Right. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. it stops being broad and starts being very specific. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. I was okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I feel you. I mean, like I said, I was entertained by it. Um, it just is. I, I don't. I don't know. It. It. Some. Sometimes, and again, I have no idea if it was fully intentional or not. Sometimes it felt a little bit like you know English one hundred one's baby's first satire. Yeah, uh, a little bit. But also, Nancy Reagan was the shadow queen of the United States for multiple years, and we don't talk about it. That's yeah, mm-hmm. and she did a uh, lot of the things that we blame other people for. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so it's so weird because they're clearly like it's the incumbent Republican president in an era where there's an incumbent Republican president. Like that's of course of course we're talking about Reagan even yeah. as much as they try. And he and... looks like Reagan, and there's even I don't know if they actually did they ever name him mm, because no. there's so there no. is a TV ad where his face because covering some of the letters and. Mm. It's like P R face G A and then cut, you know cut out, it's cut out of frame. Mm, so it's like basically Pregan. Yeah, Prego. it looks like it looks president like <laughs> I always knew that they were going to get into politics one day. <laughs> they told me they were just a sauce. 
Um, Too much yeah. garlic for our own good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It uh, all that didn't that didn't really hurt my enjoyment for the most part. Uh, what hurts my enjoyment is is that it's still kind of tough to follow. And again, these sort of like last minute. Oh, Electra was swapping her mind stuff. Like the the writing problems I have are are separate in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but I did I did really enjoy these issues more uh than I expected to. Um there's some really fun stuff where uh like to sort of track down the beast's plans. Uh there's that milk that they keep talking about. It's like some sort of hallucinogenic uh compound nobody's familiar with that's like really uh it seems to open people's minds to the beast's uh influence and like create kind of like a weird hive mind situation for the hand. And it like I guess smells it and the beast kind of like smell like awful turned mayonnaise and like you know <laughs> it's very it's very spooky sulfurous uh you know evil demon shit mm-hmm. but but she like drinks a little bit of the milk uh on purpose to sort of like tap in and try and find out what's going on and we get these really really neat like full page um just these spreads of like big imagery with very spooky text that's like the beasts the beasts sort of uh speaking and it's very cool like he's saying stuff like you know he's talking about like to end flesh and like i am the heart of darkness through flesh i built the tool of the darkness the tool will break the filthy chain of light and noise and all flesh will burn and scream and die and the world will be cold and clean and you know it's it's like it's over dramatic, but like the way it's laid out on the page, really like That's it's good. very cool. It's very cool, and it was it was nice and spooky, and uh, effectively uh, communicated the the threat to me. I I really I really did enjoy that. Um, you know, because it's not it's not just like hey, it's Mephisto, he rules hell or whatever, and he's a guy and he talks like a guy and he has he kind of has motivations like a dude. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, this this felt very much like a a really upsetting, unknowable thing that just kind of lives underneath and wants everyone to die. It was cool. It was a cool vibe. Yeah, it's um, not supposed to be Mephisto or anything like that, right? Like, no, it's I don't believe to just be so. Like a monster. The hand, yeah, the the beast that that runs the hand is sort of like another another demon. But again, I'm not. I don't. I don't fucking know how the demons and 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 hell dimensions work in Marvel, really. But uh, at this point, I don't know if they really fully do. But but yeah, he's a spooky demon. Um, and obviously, there's more of the upsetting language that we didn't uh, like in the first few issues. Ah, uh, uh, yes, so I, the the F slur. Yes, yes, indeed, it does. I show have its... a comment on this. In the first issue. This was from Garrett, who is a character. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In these issues, it was from Reagan, who is a caricature. He's not mm-hmm. He's not a person we're meant to see as real, to care about, to empathize with, to right. want to. He, he is an embodiment of a zeitgeist that felt accurate and felt reasonable. It does hit to s- different. Felt, it hits different. Yeah. Um, and especially when... Um, well, what does he say? At, at one point, he he uh, he decries Democrats as East Coast Fslers, uh, which both feels like a hit at gay people and Jews, and yeah. um, and, and something yeah. they would say, <laughs> right? And it, yeah, it feels very like a little authentic, and and yeah. yeah. So I guess I, I you're right. It feels different, but it's still I don't know. I, I still don't enjoy having it on the page uh, popping out of my face. No, but, but it, it feels at least in, it, it more mm-hmm. intentional, more purposeful, not uh, not just thrown out there as just a way people talk, just to get a little extra, get a little extra right. jazz on your page, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's that, oh, that's just Garrett. That's his personality uh, traits we've given exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we talk about the very ending and the implications of it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it's... Where do you want to start? Weird. Well, you want to start I mean, with the part where they're ripping apart the robots? Yeah, the whole last issue, I guess. Right? Oof. Yeah. It, it's it's cool. Uh, the the last issue is basically just the showdown uh, in in DC outside the Lincoln Memorial uh, between you know 
Ken wind is it's like election night. Ken is going to be elected or he does get elected. Um, and Electra is going to assassinate him and all the hand are there and Perry are there and, and everything goes down. Uh, Chastity's there with her, her copter crew. <laughs> She's got a bunch of helicopter agents or whatever. They just love having helicopters and giant uh, helicopters that probably wouldn't fly. Right. Yes. They're very big. Um, and yeah, it, it it culminates in this in this sort of uh, slam a jam showdown between Garrett Perry Electra, and then Ken Wind is there as the Beast watching. <laughs> um, and Ken Wind as the Beast, but yeah, the Shane, what were you, what were you talking? You were talking about them ripping each other apart. Yeah, well, so the dude dude shows up. Um, Perry shows up, and he just starts like ripping Garrett apart right yeah it's gnarly it's crazy um but I mean before that the the president tries to escape in his little pod they put him in a little egg right? <laughs> they do put him in a little egg <laughs> so many eggs today they, they put him in a little egg and they lift him away on a helicopter um and then like it, Perry shows up to start fucking with Garrett and then he just literally rips both of his arms off and then he starts tearing all of his flesh off and then he sprays acid and not from his dick, but he could have not probably. Yeah. yeah, He could have, he could have done it from his dick, but he did it from his hand. Obviously. (laughs) Uh, But he like uses the acid to literally like melt away everything from Garrett except for his head. Yeah. It's so gruesome. Yeah. It's really, (laughs) it's really spooky. Yeah. Um, and apparently what happens at this moment is Electra comes in and, you know, she fights Perry and she manages to, like, shove her hand up through his neck and find what's left of his human brain and just just squish it in her hand. Yeah, she squishes uh, it. Which is like also cobra. gnarly. Like Cobra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. And... So she manages to take down Perry, and I guess before everyone shows up and and you know secures the scene, she does her mind whammy swaps one more time, and Ken Wind slash the Beast ends up in Garrett's dying head. She ends up in a nearby dwarf. Mm-hmm. The dwarf ends up in her body. And Garrett ends up in Ken Wynn's body, and Garrett's president now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I just, I don't really know what to make of it. I don't know what the takeaway is supposed to be. Like, yeah, now this nasty guy Garrett is going to really take the country in the right direction and show the Russians what for. Like, what's happening? <laughs> what am I what? supposed to to get out of this? Well, I don't. Th- I don't think there's supposed to be a conclusion. I think that's part of the commentary, right? Maybe, maybe. Where she, all she's trying to do is stop the entire world from being destroyed. Yeah. And so she had to, like, someone, someone has to be in that position, right? Yeah. Um, but then we like walk in, and th- this you see Garrett sitting <laughs> as the president, holding a little box. And he's like, no, I've got the little box. And it's like, okay, so uh-huh. it doesn't matter who's in the chair. The little box is going to corrupt them. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, that, that does feel, that does feel like a, I don't, I don't love as a, as a usual, like end, end of a, end of a piece of media takeaway. I don't always love the like, and the wheel keeps turning just that same shit every different day. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily I don't know. I don't have a lot of value in that particular. It's a hard thing. It's a weird thing to grapple with because it feels nihilistic to the point of pointlessness. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That there, there is truth to the statement. Yes. That your hands are dirty. The moment you become president of the United States, right? Like you, you are now in charge of, you are now in charge of things that are happening that you didn't start but you are you're in control of you can't really stop but you could maybe a little it's weird it's a it weird is. position where we we try to put people that we think can change it for the better but they're steering this dirty old machine with lots of blood on it mm-hmm. and what do you do well, you just give up uh, whoever's president's a nasty man now okay yeah 
And then what? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that's where I kind of get stuck on this. Is like, and and then what of the question? Is like, <laughs> yeah. well, okay, what are you saying then? Yeah. Point me in a direction. Um, but you know, from the perspective of a hero story, uh, Electra did it. And she mind swaps back with the dwarf and uh, presumably escapes from S.H.I.E.L.D. again and goes off and, you know, again, the timeline of this is unclear. Maybe this is before she um, reappears in, in Daredevil's life. Maybe this is after. Uh, obviously, Ken Wind is, is only this. He's not president in, in other Marvel comics. So, yeah, uh, it, it feels more like a story from the past. But yeah. who, who knows? It's very it, it it feels very out of canon, especially because Electra does not have psychic mind swappy powers outside of this miniseries either. Um, yeah, I assumed that and... was either con- some sort of sh- the the shield machine or and or the milk were kind of allowing right. this story to take place. Right. Yeah. And so perhaps if it's the milk, she's just like, well, fuck that. That's the beast. I don't need to be near that anymore. Like, I'm not doing that. Or if it was the shield machine, maybe it's like it stopped working at a certain point or wore off, yeah. like the effects wore off. Who knows? It is it is a little funny and kind of like, I don't know, very 80s to be like, and she's got psychic powers for now. <laughs> let's go. Let's do yeah. it. Uh, and then to not have her have psychic powers ever again. But uh, I, I think I think it's probably too many genres to hop between if she's this like ninja assassin and then also she can swap bodies it's like well she's hard to write now <laughs> how do you beat electra now but yeah i don't know i are you are you upset that we finished this or no, was this another no, waste of time it, no not at all um i would say it maybe didn't live up to the hype that i had for it in the first the first mm-hmm. week the first two issues but no, it was not a waste of time. I'm glad I read it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's still, per, per our conversation uh, an issue ago or whatever, we we were talking about like, oh, we thought this was like the best thing we'd ever read. And now like, now we're not sure. I feel like it's crept its way back up, back up there. Like I'm, I honestly might still say that this is the quote unquote best comic we've read so far for Backlog. Um but it's a highly qualified thing, right? I mean, that's more or less where I'm at too. Is like it, it could for in the context of just for backlog, yeah, it might still be. But I don't know. I think Daredevil at its best might might uh, put this under. It's certainly a hell of a lot more approachable than this is. Yeah, it it absolutely is. I you know you know what I think I would enjoy with this comic. I think I would enjoy like a version that is like an omnibus of all of them. And then it has like a two inch margin on each page where it has like commentary or oh, sure. Like things as you're going along or, you know what I mean? Like a, yeah. yeah. And they I do those I, versions for things. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't, I don't know if it's exactly like that, but I know that they've, they've put stuff like that out before. That and would they be, could neat. be they, yeah, that could be just me, but I feel like it would, it would give a lot of insight into the way they do things and how they are doing things. Yeah, and it would ground like, a lot something of the that things I absolutely... that I would ground a lot of the things that uh, you know we can't we can't go into a time machine and experience how they're exactly how they are. Yeah, yeah. I something that I I want to mention that I absolutely love about every issue is the the Democratic nominee. Mm-hmm. They have used this like drawing of a face right and they did a photocopy of that drawing and no matter what angle or if there it's behind him or in front of him or to the side or whatever that face is always just facing full on forward yeah it's just the same face in every single thing and it's so powerful and i feel like it's worth mentioning that the face is reminiscent of kennedy's face yeah yeah um and and it is kind of spooky almost have like to almost have like a, a newspaper photo cut out that like follows you on the page, like the mm-hmm. eyes follow you like Mona Lisa. Like it's <laughs> it adds to the the beast spookiness. Uh, but it is a cool, very cool artistic decision. Yeah, and there's only one spot. There's literally only one spot in the whole comic where he's not smiling, and it's whenever Electra mind swaps him with uh, mm-hmm. with dude. But then uh, Garrett starts smiling, like the picture. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's neat. It's cool. It's neat, says Infinite Backlog. Um I I don't know. I don't know what else to say at this point other than I really I really did enjoy the time we spent on it, but I'm kind of I am ready to 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 yeah. blast on out of here to yeah. to to I will say easily more easily enjoyable but shallower waters. Uh Yeah, sure. <laughs> I but yeah, I I I might recommend this for people if you can get past some of the language stuff and uh a bit of the usual kind of baked in 80s uh 80s stuff with with you know, whatever whatever all that means. Um, sure. it was yeah, I mean, it was if you cool. Can read it with a, if you can read it with a critical eye, the language probably won't bother you. Right. Yep. So yeah, we did it. We fucking did it. And yes. I'm a little wary of what's about to happen. Oh. To be honest. I don't know what's gonna <laughs> Oh, what do you mean? Well Hello! Hello and welcome. <laughs> welcome to this week's Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> Where we have one in the gun, one in the bum, and one who is the one. And you know, Andy, I don't know why you're so worried about this week. I feel like this is going to be one of the easier of the okay. weeks to talk about. Okay, so first okay. off, the very first thing we're going to talk about is an Perry. egg. Nope, it's Perry. <laughs> okay, <you> monster. Perry. <laughs> okay, Perry, you monster. Secondly, we're going to talk about. The Democratic nominee president, Mr. Wind. Mm-hmm. Oof. And last but not least, eggs and potatoes. Together? Together. Oh. You cannot separate them. Fuck. Okay. Well, this will be tricky for Andy. Yes, it I will. I think. Because I have to decide between a Democratic nominee for president and eggs and potatoes. <laughs> well, he's not... Was he ever real? No. Well, yes, what, so he's Ken always Wind? the devil. Yeah, he he is a real guy, maybe, but he but you're right. He was I think he was created by the devil. <laughs> I believe he's always from the beast. Yeah, I don't. But I don't know, man. I don't think so. I think that he was just so like. Are taken you saying over. You, I think you're saying you can just pick Ken Wind, not the one we read, but a, a, a one before the start of the story where he's probably cool. <laughs> no, we should definitely Seems... agree to have the beast version, the one that we're talking about. No, yeah. he is the, he's the beast version the whole time. But what I'm saying is like, it's, it's because of the milk, right? Like he probably was fed the milk very early. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely milk version that we have to marry. Maybe milk, yeah. m- milk wind, milk you wind. Don't... Don't <laughs> Milkwind. Don't tell me I have to marry Milkwind. That's rude of you. I'm sorry. You get to make your own decisions about yeah, Milkwind. Yeah, I do. About Milky Ken. Because I feel like Milky Ken. Since I like both eggs and potatoes, that that, mm. that simplifies this for me in a way that it Andy does. has to make a more compromised decision. <laughs> I don't know, man. I you don't want to be married to food. Like being married to food comes with a whole Over... bunch of other like things attached. Yeah, to but it. one of the other options is a is an unstoppable murder robot with an acid dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he would be fun. You tell me you don't want to find out what that I acid would assume, dick do. Look, it, here's the thing: if if I if I had some assurances that he was in full control, uh, maybe. Oh, you think that you're gonna touch him wrong, and then he's just gonna spray acid? I think that's that to me. It seems like a possibility. They didn't say they've replaced oh. his dick with a dick that's not gonna do that whenever he you know he's just i'm told this is a normal wing wong and it's acid on you acid and it shoots acid that's that's that true that's like true the Russian penis roulette the the the, yes. the, the, the uh the, the wing wang as you have said um can can ejaculate with so, stimulation regardless of what else is happening this is pre- this premature is... prematurely and or, or unexpectedly <laughs> You know it's prematurely with Perry the robot. Yeah. You think so? Oh my god, it has to be. Yeah. He's probably, yeah. 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 But uh, but oh, I bet he's a better lay than Ken Wind. Yeah, robot dick. <laughs> you see, we're talking about robot yeah. robot dick versus like milk dick. So so oh. I can spin that I can spin <laughs> the chamber once on this Russian roulette scary <gasps> acid dick. I'm fine with that. I can okay. do that. Okay. It's better, you know, you can't spend that every day of your life, but sure. Because you'll you'll be an acid puddle for sure. You, yeah. <laughs> but At then again, we're here point. for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
okay. I, I think I could kill. I think I could comfortably kill Ken Wind because he's the devil. Because he's Satan. You're such a goody two shoes, Rory. Yeah, Rory. <laughs> uh, well, if he was like a fuck Satan who ruled, but he's not the fun fuck Satan. He's like a oh, yeah. nasty little button monster, button goblin. You know yeah. he sucks. You know he sucks, and you know he's a lame fuck. I just don't. Yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. But I think as is, as presented to me, I will marry the eggs and potatoes. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. I will, I, will, I will fuck Perry and I will kill uh-huh. Ken Wind. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm I'm so I'm so lost on this. I don't know what the right answer is because it, from my perspective, having sex with either of these uh humanoids is uh, humanoids. a real lose-lose situation. Mm-hmm. And I could easily Stomach. Have sex with potatoes. <laughs> I could easily stomach eggs and potatoes one time, right? Like a sure. one night with eggs and potatoes and just make myself do it. Like, oh my God, fine. I can make that happen because it's just food, baby. I'm not allergic. But then that means I do have to marry one of the others. And that's very spooky. Yes. Um. So I think, I, I think, but I can't marry eggs and potatoes, right? Like I can't do that. Uh, because that means I'd be eating them all the time, and that sounds horrible. So marriage has to land on one of the other two, so I may as well... Okay, so I'm going to fuck eggs and, egg and potatoes. I'm going to eat them once. The eggs once. Maybe with a little <laughs> hot sauce. Oh. Enough, enough, enough sauce to cover the, the eggy. And, uh, and then I just have to choose. I have to choose. This is terrible. I think I, think I have to marry... Oh, oh, I have to do marry Perry. It, do it. Do it. I have to it. marry Perry oh, because you can't the marry worst. the devil. You can't marry the devil. You can marry the devil. Haven't you seen Little Nicky? That's what I'm saying. If this was like, this was like a fun, cool sex devil, we'd be having a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, but it's the beast. I don't think you. He's but a, you. But okay, hang on. Wait. He's so dirty. he wants to end flesh. He does want to end flesh. This is true. But <laughs> we, this whole comic was, you know, a, a commentary on sex. Maybe he is a sex devil. Uh, maybe that's one of his like. I can't take things. that chance. I think maybe. I think. If I marry Perry, maybe he'll protect me with his spooky robot body. Okay, okay. And, and you know, and then I don't have to, th- there doesn't have to be sex in the marriage. So I don't have to find out where that acid or how much comes out or when. Um, And then I will spend one night with the devil and he will definitely not care about anyone. He won't care about me. It'll be a loveless night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. might not come away from it the same person. Man, was it, this was a really bad one for me. Um, I kill Perry. You kill Perry without, yeah, without hesitation. Yeah, are you, great. Are you kidding? I mean, your your decisions are a lot easier because you eat eggs. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> okay, so so you kill him somehow with. I kill. With... I kill him. I have sex with the eggs and potatoes. <laughs> no. You marry I the devil. marry the devil slash president because I want to be first lady. Oh, <laughs> fair my enough. my God. For the 45 minutes before he presses the button. Yeah, exactly. I want to, I want to fix fat kids. And you're you're going. You're, this is your '80s platform. Yeah, fix fat kids. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the person who introduces fat-free foods to markets to get oh, people to buy them. You're the devil. I'm the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, this is very morally complicated, Shane. I know. But it's it's rough. This is this is rough. This is none, none of us came out real winners on this one. <laughs> this is a rough one. <laughs> My eggs and potatoes came out kind of gross. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, you didn't. You, uh, God damn it, Shane! You're not supposed to. When we do these, they're metaphorical fucks. You're not supposed to. Ask. God damn it, Shane! <laughs> this is my wife. God, we can't, <laughs> <laughs> we can't bring you anywhere. It's. I, is it worse or better that one of us 
Nope. I'm not even going to say it. No, please don't, <laughs> because us, it's the end of the take issue. Us home, Andy. It's, this has been issue number 76 of the Infinite Backlog. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And I do think it's time at the end of uh, the issue for me to tell you that secretly I've uh, been Electra the whole time, and Rory's been Shane, and Shane's been Rory, and, uh, and that's why everything was so fucky today. So goodbye. <laughs> Bye. So wait, where's Andy? Oh, he's in Electra having a great time. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. That is remarkable. <laughs> yeah, his whole his whole TikTok is is him being a supportive boyfriend slash daddy. Nice, dude. <laughs> I'm a supportive daddy. You don't know what that was like because you didn't have one of those. Don't Ooh. make it weird. Review like person who's watching this. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, they're looking for they're filling that void somehow. They need that daddy, Everything that supportive you dad like vibe. Isn't the opposite of what you got as a kid. No, yeah. that's exactly how psychology works. It's, it's exactly <laughs> it's exactly that one to one. That's how it goes. Anyone with you know, anyone into mommies had yeah. a bad relationship with their mommy. Are there well, are there people though who aren't into mommies? I'm confused. Yes. That's weird. Sorry. I'm those not those people are those people are weirdos. I I know. <laughs> Look, I understand. I understand it completely. <laughs> but the word mommy is never finding its way into my bedroom. I can't yeah, it's so funny to think about the difference between saying mommy or daddy in the bedroom. It's very different. It's <laughs> <laughs> those charged gender differences are societal and powerful. Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see this listener, but I am blushing. <laughs> <laughs> you think this is going in? You think this is part of the pod? <laughs> Well, Andy hasn't said anything incriminating yet, so we That's we true. can't know for sure. That's we, true. We, it's like it's like in the wire. We all have we all have to shoot Wallace, Andy. Or I know, I know. <laughs> we-